Heard any good jokes lately? Why did the cow cross the road? Why did the cow cross the road? Because the chicken stole this milk. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Oh, what's brown and sticky? Uh, this is a family show, so you keep it clean. A stick. <laughs> Bye. The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Sounds like a lot of GD nonsense if you ask me to. No way, man. It's like, hey, why don't you just do a five million other things? And I'm like, aren't I doing enough? No, it's like one other thing. And that thing that you need to do is called Great Radio on the Five Count. Here it is. You're on. Yeah. Hi. How are you doing? Hey, welcome to the program. It's the Five Count. Tons here. You brought his headphones and his A-game and his game face and his other stuff that you bring when you're ready to do something real momentous. Yes. Thank you so much for letting me use those headphones last week. I was a real Munson and forgot mine, but not again. I've got them with me now. You sound like some kind of Greek god. Awesome guy. Or maybe like a god from, you know, Denmark or one of those countries. I can appreciate that. A Danish god. That sounds great. I was wearing my Heimdaller watch earlier today. Don't know what that means. Sounds like rich guy speak. It really is. Hey, Ton, uh, tonight's program is rich in good time feelings and exclusive interviews and just a whole lot of stuff that you can't find anywhere else on the radio or otherwise. You you really can't. It's exciting. It's exciting times. We've got two, two exclusive interviews tonight. Awesome. We had one, and then we had another one, and then I said, let's do them both. Let's do them on the same show. Why would we want to do that? I don't know. Let's give the people what they ask for, and that's what they pay for, which is nothing, because we do this for free, but we need to change that, Ton. You need to figure out something. Figure. I've been trying to figure it out for 27 years, and I still can't. Ton, can I tell you who's going to be on the program? Yes, you can. You're going to love this. I'm going to love it. Uh, first of all, we have an exclusive interview with guitarist andy scott ho, 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 ho. you know who that is no uh he was a lead guitarist for a band called sweet wow you know i'm talking about no little willie little fox willie. on the run yeah yes yes dude no i got it the, i'm in 
Love is like oxygen. Yes, dude. The ballroom blitz. Yes. Okay, dude. I know this stuff. Yes. Teenage Rampage. Yeah, dude. This is some rock and roll that's going to happen tonight. Well, he's the last surviving member of Sweet. That's amazing. And they've got a new album out called Isolation Boulevard. Isolation Boulevard. So Andy Scott's going to be on the program tonight. I can appreciate that. And Tom, anywhere else, that would be probably like the biggest name any station, any show would have all year. Yeah. But we don't even have like enough room to breathe here because we've got a second big time guest on the same show. No way. Can I tell you who else is going to be on the program I mean, tonight? You can try. You can try to tell um, me. Singer Stephen Piercy. Oh, dude. Frontman, founder for Rat. Yes. We're going to lay it down tonight, Tom. We are going to lay it down so hard. Are you talking about serious rocking tonight? Round and round. Dude, I cannot believe the amount of rock. What comes around goes around, and I'll tell you why. Oh, please tell me why. Because Stephen Piercy's on the five count tonight. Yes, yes. He's got a live uh, streaming concert coming up on, uh, was it April 2nd? Really? With the whole band? Well, uh, it's him with some special guests doing rat classics. It's live from the Whiskey A Go-Go on Sunset Strip. That sounds awesome. Well, we'll hear all about it coming up. I'm excited. It's going to be, you'll be back for more yeah dude that's that's a heck of a band right there well sweet and rat that's one hell of a lineup dude what a show it is going to be tonight like i said man any other program that would be like their sweeps week yeah showcase but we're just like we're gonna shove them both into the same episode yeah what the heck why not we've also got some uh fun stuff happening like uh mailbag questions and voicemails and other things other things i need to get in here and uh get on to the five count hotline in case anybody tries to call us you really do need to do that and make sure it's closed on that other computer otherwise i might just go there don't be messing around get your act together you're supposed to do that before you even start this program i don't know what kind of professional you think you are done but very obviously shouting at me uh I'm a little nervous because of so much stuff that's happening on the show and, you know, just um, your dimples and that kind of thing. Well, this music really calms me down. Yeah, well, it's uh, not going to last on because it's mm. going to be a rocking program tonight. This is great. How have you been otherwise? Just how, so great. How was your spring break treating you? Uh, I don't get one. Oh. I just keep working. I thought you were, like, going to Cancun or... Baltimore, some one of those places. No, it seems like everybody else is doing that though. Like I know a lot of people who just took off, like went to. Went, I know some people that went to Mexico. Some people went to what was it like Tennessee or somewhere just for fun. My neighbors took off, went to Disney World. It's like what is everybody just going nuts all of a sudden? They have a Disney World in Tennessee. No. It's a diff- It's two different people. I know more than just one person, Dust. Oh, I was going to say, because I didn't do any of that stuff. Yeah, no, it's, it's to- two different women, actually. One of them is Heather. Heather went out of town. Her husband got to race on a NASCAR track. He did amazing. And she just, like, hung out and, you know, probably wore big hats with feathers in them. And is her husband Dick Trickle? Drank tea and whatever. How did you know that? I mean, I'm not going to say. Hunch. I'm not going to say because I don't want Just a tickle. anybody to get too excited, but I will say Heather definitely lives in Wasika, which could tell you 
anything's possible. Yeah, you talk about her a lot and never once mentioned that her husband was uh, NASCAR legend Dick Trickle. Well, we don't need to worry about who her husband is because Heather is a fantastic person and needs as much recognition as she deserves. Okay, well, you don't got to get hot about it, I'm just wondering if you went on a trip and you're like, oh, I'm having time, I got to do everything, and you... I don't do trips, man. I don't get to do that anymore. Ton, you are a trip. I am a trip. I hung out with my daughter a lot. That's what I do now. My daughter and I hang out. You know what we do? We hang out and we play with babies, with little baby dolls or stuffed animals. We play school. Okay? Okay. That's like a good one. We play like hide and seek. All right. Right? We play tag. We play on a trampoline. Not ours. I don't have one. But the neighbors do, and they let us use it whenever we want. We go walking. We ride scooters around. Uh, we go to the ravine, try to look for frogs and catch them. Look for dead bodies? No, there's none of those down there. Like that movie with Crispin Glover? I don't really walk that far. It, the ravine is literally like maybe a block, block down from my house. Oh, okay. Well. It's not like an adventure. Son, um, your life sounds like an adventure, if you ask me. Well, it is when we go to Mokel's and buy cheese balls. Sounds like a teenage rampage. It really is. <laughs> it really is. It's amazing. Hey, if you don't mind, we can probably play some sweet tunes. Yeah, dude, let's do it. Uh, buy the band sweet, because Andy Scott's going to be on the show. I love this idea. Well, we'll be back after this with some more sweet stuff. Probably not as sweet as this sweet, but somewhat sweet.
piece of me to satisfy your intellectual need. Do you want Everybody, this is Damon Johnson from Brother Kane. You're listening to the Five Count. Come on.
And we're back. Dude, I am so ready to be back right now. Love is like oxygen. Yes. Oh, yeah. Ton, can I tell you something? When yeah. I worked in commercial radio, mm-hmm. I played that song all the time. Did you really? Number one, because it was super rocking. Mm-hmm. Number two, because it's like almost seven minutes long. So I could put that on, back time up to the top of the hour, hit the news, and I could spend a good 20 minutes in the bathroom. Good for you, man. You got to look out for yourself once in a while. They don't teach you that at Brown, Tom. No. That's just stuff you got to learn on the fly, on the job. With a school with a name like that, you think they would teach that in the curriculum, but... Well, you know what, Tom? Uh, it's a sweet show tonight and no time for your typical toilet humor. <laughs> yes! It's going to be great. It's been a great show so far. I don't know if anybody knows, but we are live and on air right now. If you want to talk to some people, Dust, if you want to send a little message, go ahead and tell them. I don't know if we got time, Ton. There's so much stuff happening tonight that oh. it's just like action-packed. All right. Well, let's do the usual. We got any uh, mailbag questions? Well, Ton, first I'll remind you that Andy Scott, guitarist for the band Sweet, is coming up soon. Yes. Exclusive interview. I'm excited for that. Well, if that's not enough, Ton, and it should be, you ingrate. <laughs> it's definitely not enough. Well, uh, Stephen Piercy from Rat, also on the program tonight. That's going to be awesome. You'll be back for more again. I'm pretty sure we saw Rat in concert. Yeah, they played at Ribfest in Mankato. Yeah, right in and town. And it was awesome. It was pretty awesome. Out on the street is where we met. <laughs> yes yes we did it was great ton uh we've got the five count hotline that's uh-huh. like a phone number that the general public and adoring fans can call they can even send a text message like the kids like to do yeah and uh they can reach the five count voicemail answering service yes, and leave can. messages sometimes if they're calling while we're on the uh airwaves here doing the show will just put you right on you'll be like oh my god <laughs> i didn't know you were actually going to pick up uh, uh, uh and then they'll hang up probably because you make people yeah. real nervous that happens that used to happen all the time but you know i'm just saying that somebody did call and leave you a voicemail his name is jerry sever sever severed limbs severed limbs severonsky yeah that guy oh can we hear it or what's sure the I'll, I'll play it for you right now ton i need to see some butt cheeks Oh, hey, everybody. This is Jerry, formerly of Wasika, and I just wanted to inform you that I just drove through a town called Rose Creek. Does anybody know where Rose Creek is? I am following a tractor, and I'm going very slow, and it's raining out. That's my status. And I also wanted to let you know that I am the champion in Wasika. I am the champion of Donkey Kong. I won that in about 1982, and also of the card game Uno which I won about five years ago. I won a championship there. So if anybody in Watsika, you know, wants to know anything about being famous, just, you know, call me up. And, uh, okay, I'm going for the pass, and I'm on my way to Austin. So if anybody wants to come to Austin and party, just let me know. I'll, I'll hook you up. I know where the Hardee's is and the Burger King. So we'll, we'll get together soon. And uh, I got to pass the tractor. And I am now getting on the highway. So all you people out there, listen to me in Mankato. Mankato is the greatest city in all of Minnesota. I love going down that hill by the college. You guys got the BMX track, skate park. Uh, you got a Madison East Mall that used to be just awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> OMG. There you go, son. 
Wow. <laughs> Jerry Sanderson. I just really love how Jerry is so stoked all the time. Yeah, he seemed pretty excited about, you know, the Madison East Mall and being yeah. your friend. Well, wow. Um, I'm not even sure what to say to that. First of all, what is he talking about butt cheeks? That's just very odd. Not sure if you were meant to hear that part of the conversation. Maybe that was meant for someone in the car. It's very strange. Also, um, I'd like to know, Jerry, who sanctioned the UNO competition and, and how that was actually classified as you being the champion. I'm just, just questioning that situation. I'd like to know some of the details there. You want to know something, Ton? I bought an UNO deck. Yeah. I, I kid you not. No jokes. No JKs. Uh-huh. About three months ago. Yeah. And they've added a bunch of new cards that made the game practically unplayable. What? A bunch of, like, extra wild, dumb cards that make it impossible to play with two people. I pulled the cards out. I said, I ain't playing like this. This ain't Uno. This ain't my dad's Uno. F this. That's weird. But I just have to warn you that that makes you sound like a 80-year-old curmudgeon. Well, I'm got the former part right and almost the latter. So what's the problem? Well, that sounds weird. I wonder what these cards are. And there was a card, okay, no JK, I kid you not. No JK. There was a card that was blank, and you could write in your own superpower Uno cards. What are you supposed to do? With, what What would you write in there? Like, what even would you write? Draw 50,000 cards. That's not even a thing. There's not 50,000 cards. Who makes up these rules? Or like, punch your mom in the face, take two cards. That's not acceptable. Well, you can write whatever you want, Ton. It depends on the kind of clientele you're keeping at your uno games this is bogus well i'm just letting you know ton that if you uh were looking to maybe get onto the uh uno tournament circuit you might want to borrow someone else's deck from the back in the day because well, the new ones aren't going to fly who do i have to call about this probably uh wasika's own uno champion jerry sundermeyer does uh does hasbro still sell the cards do i call them Ton, you're a man who seems to have a lot of pull in your Rolodex, so I'm yeah. sure you can probably make it happen. Listen, I'll call him up. I got a set, though. I got a legit Uno set, and it's fine. There's nothing wrong with my set of Uno. Do whatever I want. Play nobody's, that regular Uno. Nobody's suggesting that there's an issue with your set, Ton. Well, I'm just saying. Just take it easy. Just clarifying the situation. Also, uh, Jerry, here's the thing. Here's the, Do you notice this about Jerry? He likes to call us up, right? He likes to talk to us, and he, he always says how much he loves Mankato, and it's so amazing, and how much he loves us, and he wants to see us, and he wants to hang out with us, but he never actually makes it happen. Here's the thing. Here's the problem that I have. He's constantly, constantly driving to other cities that are not the cities that he lives in, He's going to Owatonna. He's in Rose Creek or whatever. He's going to Austin. He's going all over the place except Mankato. Oh, yeah, guys. I love that town. I love you guys. I love that town. It's the best town in all of the state, but I can't be bothered to go there because I need to go to these other freaking towns that nobody even cares about. I need to go to Austin and hang out at Hardy's. What the heck is going on? Yeah, I'm not sure that I would recommend traveling to Austin for any reason whatsoever. There's restaurants in Mankato, and there's us, who you say you're in love with. 
There's a creek here too, I think. Yeah, there's creeks. There's a whole ravine right by my house. There's it's right by my house. You could walk to one by my house. Yeah, it's full of dead bodies. There's a grill at my house. I could grill food that probably tastes almost as good as Hardy's in Austin and walk to the ravine That's and everything. A stretch, would be great. I don't know about that. I'm just saying. Son, I'm sorry that you got so worked up. Maybe we need to move on so you can maybe cool off a <laughs> little bit. Just simmer down. Hey, it's the Five Count Ton. We've got two exclusive interviews tonight. We had another exclusive interview on our website earlier this week and like another one on the YouTube page. It's like nuts to butts, whatever no. that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's a thing they say in Rose Creek. Wow. Wait a minute! You've been to Rose Creek? What the? What was? What is this Rose Creek? What is everybody doing there? I was the butt cheeks in the passenger seat. Wow! I didn't want to say anything because you were actually there. He wanted to invite you, and I was like, "Ah, you know, tons kind of a ton in the mud. A ton in the mud. Maybe we should just like you know, maybe next time. Whatever. I don't need you guys. Well, do you need to hear this exclusive interview with Andy Scott? Yes. Lead guitarist, founder for Sweet. Got a new album out, ton awesome well it's pretty good i mean it's it's the five count it's what you've come to expect yes dude i am so ready for I it i tried to say that with a straight face <laughs> it's fine it worked we're on the phone today with the one and only andy scott guitarist for the band sweet they've got a new album out it's called isolation boulevard andy how you doing today yeah pretty good Excellent. Uh, surviving. Well, that's the best we can do these days, I think. Yeah. Are you are you still in lockdown where, where you are? Uh, things are kind of starting to open up a bit, but um, yeah, everyone's still distanced and wearing masks, and it's slow going here. Yeah. Okay. We are still in lockdown, but but um, our illustrious leader with the shock of blonde hair um, <laughs> still uh, now actually has a bit of a plan. So um, as long as the vaccine you know, get gets around to the majority of people. We might actually start seeing some some gigs start start coming together again um, in um, in the very near future. So excellent, yeah. Hopefully that is the case. It's uh, it seems like it's been right. forever since uh, things have been the way they used to be. You're in the Midwest somewhere, aren't you? Ah, uh, yep. We're in Minnesota. Oh, north north Midwest. Yep, yep. Well, Andy, it's a great speaking with you. I really appreciate your time today. Uh, yeah, I'm very happy to. Um, to talk to our brothers across the Atlantic there. <laughs> well, first, I wanted to ask you, uh, Sweet has a new uh, single out, uh, kind of a, a reworking of Set Me Free. Can you tell the listeners a bit about it? Um, yeah, we um, we wanted to do a new album, but because of the situation over here with the virus and the lockdowns, um, recording new material was going to prove a little bit sticky because we couldn't all get together in the same place and kick some new stuff about so we decided to go over old ground which is a lot easier because you're you're playing these in the set you're um you know the songs um in in as much as um you know you you've been performing them so um from that point of view uh, it came together um a little bit quicker we were also because the lockdown um, just as we were starting, the lockdown stopped for about uh, six weeks, I think, September, October. And we were able to be, not all of us be together, but I could get this, uh, the singer down to my studio and w- work on a couple of things. He could come down for an afternoon. 
uh, and the same with um, uh, with the bass player who also sings, and and that way, and plus they've got their own studios at home. I mean that way we could um, piece together, and it doesn't sound the way like like a, a an isolated album. It sounds like we've all played all the time together, you know, like, like the old way, you know. Sure. Yeah, how was that for you, uh, you know, recording um, not in separate rooms, separate cities? I mean, like you said, definitely not how you did it back in the day. Uh, no, um, I, I guess it, it's what happens with modern artists, you know, when you see, you know, like 10 or 8 songwriters on a song where it's been passed around so often, you know, digitally, you know, backwards and forwards, that um, you don't know who did what, where, and why. Um and and because it's all done to this um, annoying click, um, so that you know uh, the beats per minute and uh, and all of that, it can be done like that. Our thing was just ever so slightly um, a bit less because we don't always work to a click track. We you know we want the excitement of the track. It doesn't matter if it slightly speeds up by the end, if you know what I mean. Sure. You know, um, and. Um, and so, so from that point of view, um, um, once we'd once we'd done everything, and it was all back here in my studio, it was just a matter of piecing it all together. I'm not the computer guy. I have a great young lad who's a fantastic engineer, and um, you know, I have to give him a fair bit of credit for this. Well, I know you've got a new video out for uh, "Set Me Free," and that's coming from the album. Uh... Isolation Boulevard, of course, uh, you know, Play on Suites album from uh, the 70s, uh, Desolation Boulevard. So how was that, um, you know, that idea? I know you mentioned uh, being in lockdown, but uh, what was that like for you to go back and, and uh, revisit some of these old uh, classic sweet songs? Um, well, we were sat in the studio, um, and, and as I said, um, we decided to go over old ground because it was the obvious option to, to do this. And also... We didn't have um, Paul Manzi's voice on um, much material thus far. So um, uh, when you do TV tracks, um, you sometimes, you know, you, you need a voice on there as well. And so um, we just we just did it. In the end, we did it in a in a kind of um, right logic here. These are the tracks. Let's just work work our way through them um, and you play the way that the way that you would uh, on stage and 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 work it out from there um and and then it comes down to um making sure that when you mix it you mix it in a more open way rather than the way that you you would have mixed it you know had it been um a pop single for the radio and i think it's really worked because we opened all the shoots on the drums and the drum sound is amazing yeah, I'm glad that you were able to have, uh, you know, somewhat of a semblance of how it used to be done because I know you haven't had a lot of chance to record with uh, the current lineup. But doing it through email probably isn't the best way to start things off, but that's great you guys were able to at least get together for a little while. Um, yeah, we, as I say, we, we, we have another album to make for Sony, and, and we'll be getting, once we come out of lockdown, we'll be... Uh, We'll be making a start on that, and it'll probably either get released by the back end of this year. We have a UK tour in November, December. It would be great if we could get it out for that, but the, the chances are it'll probably not, not come out until 
um, of, uh, the spring of next year, really, you know, uh, because there'll be a lot of people queuing up to release stuff this year if, if we get to that point. Uh, did you like the video for Set Me Free? Yeah, it was cool that um, you guys were able to get the video out there as well. I know a lot of people are just kind of on hold, but uh, you guys are out there doing it. I think that's great. Uh, we, we did that all in our own space. Um, you know, uh, I was in my studio, uh, Bruce the drummer, um, because we, we threw it at him and said, we're going to be doing this. He made a drum kit up from the things in his shed and his garage and his, <laughs> his garden. I don't know if you've noticed that on the, um, uh, on the video, but y- you have another look. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and, you know, Andy, the early albums from Sweet, such a huge influence, you know, not just um, for musicians uh, who came up after you guys, but, you know, the whole landscape of music, really. I mean, you guys had so many great songs you're still hearing all over the place, and you hear it in, in people's music now that's on the radio as well. Uh, yeah, we um, we know that um, uh, Motley Crue and a few of the hair bands all over there um, kind of used Sweet as a bit of a template when they were forming. Um, I've spoken to, you know, Gene Simmons and he said that, you know, the Desolation Boulevard album became a, uh, a kind of reference point, you know, for, for, for quite a few people because, you know, it, it was kind of a, a new kind of sound at the time, you know? Um, and, um, of course, uh, the, the, there's a few British bands that, that, that came through like Def Leppard as well, who, um, I mean, I, um, I mean, t- I'm in touch with Joe on, on a fairly regular basis. He's a he's a really nice nice guy, and um, and the other guy that um, I have a lot of time for these days um, is um, Steve Lukather. He is hilarious as a you know as a person. Well, I know a lot of bands have covered sweet songs over the years as well. I think the biggest one you know for me might have to be. Uh, Tia Carrere doing Ballroom Blitz and in, in the film Wayne's World. What did you think of that when you saw that for the first time? Um, well, they, the weird thing is, for Wayne's World, they actually used um, our track in the cinemas and as an advert for, the, you know, for, for Wayne's World. And yet, when you watch the film, our track is not in there. It's, it's one of the actors the actresses um, singing it in a in a nightclub, isn't it, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, um, it's a little bit odd. I would have probably thought that um, it might well have been worth you know using our our, but but I guess the storyline had to have somebody in a nightclub singing something. So you know, who am I to, <laughs> to, to disagree? Well, I know a lot of. Uh... People my age uh, growing up, uh, that might have been the first time they uh, kind of knew of you guys uh, through that movie, I think, unless they had their you know, parents' albums, maybe. Yeah, I can see that now. Um, it, look, I think the music business is almost cyclical. You know, you, you, you think of things in seven or eight-year cycles, something like that. Um, we, we had a, not an awful 80s, but we were kind of ignored in the 80s. And then we had a little bit of resurgence in the 90s. And then at the beginning of the 2000s, it was um, a little bit on the back foot again. And then from 2010, you know, um, there's been a little bit of a surge again, especially with Fox on the Run 
uh, being tied to the Guardians of the Galaxy film. Oh, sure. Yeah, I guess you never know uh, what's going to be the thing that uh, kind of starts off that surge again. No. Well, Andy, I know you're the the last of uh, that original lineup. It's great you're still out there, you know, keeping Sweet's legacy alive. And I imagine uh, when you're out there playing shows, uh, it must be cool for you to see, you know, generations of fans out there. Uh, yeah, we have noticed that um, the, there's a wide range of uh, ages now. Um, we used to think, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago that it was um, kids being dragged along by their parents. <laughs> but um, I think it's gone beyond that now, especially in Europe when we when we play festivals and you see, you know, like 16, 18-year-old kids that, down the front and they know the words of the song. I mean, that's probably the, the positive thing about the uh, the Internet and digital and, you know, Things are extremely accessible. Um, I'm not really a fan of the Spotify's, the streaming services, because I just don't think uh, music should be given away. I think that there is still a value to it, you know. Um, and and I know over here, I don't know what, it, what it's like in America, but they're even taking into consideration clicks on things like Spotify um, to uh, to generate what what might be a chart position, you know, for, for, for certain tracks. This is why uh, bands like us who sell CDs still um, probably will never make the UK charts ever again. But you never know. You live in hope. Well, I know a lot of those fans you're mentioning, the younger ones, um, I think a lot of the sweet songs, I mean, they rock. They're fun songs. They don't sound dated at all. So I think when you're still listening to that stuff today, it doesn't seem like, you know, uh, old music, I guess. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Um, I think the, the the standard that we hit back then, and remember, in my opinion, the 60s and the 70s set the scene for the ideas of what was to come. Um, I still don't think that song-wise and band-wise and uh, artist-wise that what happened in the 60s and 70s has actually been topped. You know, the, you know it, it all has to start somewhere. Um, I think that artists that came through in the late 50s were heavily influencing what was going on in the, in the 60s, like you uh, your Buddy Hollies and your Elvis, of course, and over here, Cliff Richard and the Shadows. Uh, but the um, the Beatles and the, the the other British bands that came over in that early '60s period blew the whole thing apart. You know, it. Um, uh, and uh, I love it when you, you see that there's an interview with um, John Lennon where he basically says. We went back to America playing the things that we got from America to learn uh, and play for the British audiences. We went back to America playing that material, playing it back at the Americans, and uh, half of the Americans didn't recognize it, you know, <laughs> which, which, which is un unbelievable, isn't it? Well, it's uh, again, uh, you mentioned the, the new album here. We'll have a tour coming up later this year. Hopefully you guys will get back to the States. Do you think that, that'll happen if things uh, get back to normal? Um, it would be nice. Um, our, yeah, our situation is let's get it back on track first. Um, but I haven't played in America since probably for about 20 years. So yes, it's about time, isn't it? <laughs> well, Andy, I know the uh, new Sweet album 
Isolation Boulevard is just out. Uh, is there anything else maybe coming up? Something else we should watch for? Um, well, there will be a new album at some point. Um, um, there is some vinyl of of Isolation Boulevard available. If you go on the website and the or Facebook, you know you can you can direct order. And the vinyl for me is just oh, it, it's stupendous. Um, it's an American company who's done it uh, up in Minnesota or Michigan somewhere, um, and uh, they've just been absolutely fantastic. A company called Prudential. Excellent. Yeah, we'll be looking out for that for sure. Yeah. Andy, I'm a huge fan of yours, and it's been an honor speaking with you today. Thank you so much. Yeah, and you, mate. Um, If we get over there, we'll pay you a visit. (laughs) All right, I'll be looking for you. Thanks a lot, Andy. Cheers, mate. Bye. And again, that was guitarist Andy Scott of the band Sweet. And the new album, Isolation Boulevard, is out now. Just play. 
there. This is Tommy Rowe, and you're listening to The Five Count.
This is Terry Leroy from Granny Four Barrel, and you're listening to The Five Count. So strange, I like to take 
she's the passionate one. Oh, yeah, it's like lightning. Everybody was fighting. And the music was soothing. And they all started grooving. And the man at the back said, everyone attack. And they turned into a ballroom blitz. And the girl in the corner said, fire. Welcome back. That was real sweet. The ton in the back said everyone is back and welcome back to the show. Awesome. That was Andy Scott from Sweet. That's really cool, dude. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I saw like, hey, Sweet's got a new album out. They probably want to talk to us. And they did. And they did. And they did. And they did. Here we are. I appreciate it. That's no problem, ton. Once I told him, hey, we're that show that ton's on, he's like, I'll call you right now. I'll call you right now. <laughs> so is that how you rope him in? And then once you get him on the phone, you're like, yeah, uh, this is the show that Ton's on, but he's not on right now. But why don't you just answer these questions for me, and I'll let him know that you were on the program. Yeah, I usually go in and uh, fix it and post all the parts where they 
rant and rave and swear and call me names and stuff. Yeah. I usually cut that out. Okay. It's unprofessional. Well, you could just try to schedule someone I can be on, and then it might solve some of that for Well, you. sorry, Ton. Uh, like our next guest coming up, Stephen Piercy from Rat. Uh-huh. When Stephen Piercy from Rat wants to talk to you, you got to talk to him when he wants to talk to you, and when he wanted to talk to us was not a time that you could talk to him. Oh, man. So I'm sorry. That sounds very serious. Uh, I think what you need to do is maybe consider a career change okay or uh maybe just completely abandoning the career altogether so you'll be ready just quit my job in case i need you to do this or ton even better you could schedule some interviews and you can do them on your own time that's uh sounds like a good plan but you you can schedule them you could do all the research you can have the interview you can edit it you can fix it all you can make it all nice and shiny and get it ready to go and just hand it to me really and i'll just play it and i won't have to do any work at all you'd love it if i did that that'd be pretty great okay think about it i'll think about it it's probably about as far as that'll go but ton it's fine we went pretty far you know back in the day if you remember those days i do remember back in the day how far back do you think you'd remember if uh, you know you had to take a guess or so i don't know maybe three hours how about uh 10 years maybe whoa 10 wait a minute 10 minutes well ton this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five count history 10 years yes i see you over there setting your watch i'm afraid you're not gonna go back this far in life <laughs> other than to reminisce i mean yes what happened here 10 years ago in five count history what happened uh, it's march 26th 2011 it was me and Utah, and we had another exclusive interview 10 years ago this week you know who it was with no idea joe jack from the dead milkman oh yeah remember i remember that, that guy yeah, yeah. dead cool. milkman cool they had a new album out back then as well really uh that was 10 years ago the dead milkman ton how do you feel about them that's punk rock you were you were kind of a punk rocker yeah for a while i I thought that was really cool when we got him wasn't he doesn't do many interviews i don't know if he does or not i mean i don't think he does right Let's just say he's never done an interview ever, before or since. Yeah, that could be real. That could be truth. This is the only interview Joe Jack Talcum has ever done. It was with us <laughs> 10 years ago on the five count. Well, can, do you expect anything less, really? Ton, were you a major uh, Dead Milkman fan? Um, I don't know if I would put the, the word major in front of it, but... I know nowadays you're essentially a... a a giant uh, domesticated wiener so giant domesticated wiener right i mean you don't have to speak about my nether regions in that way but i'm your uh punk rock status is in the nether regions and all that no 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 well tanya you're wearing a vertical striped shirt and setting your giant watch nothing punk rock about that (laughs) Well, listen, at some point you grow up and you have kids and things change a little bit, but that doesn't mean a guy can't still rock. Oh, I thought it did. No. Well, at any rate, that was uh, 10 years ago in five count history, Tom. It was great. It was, uh, it was great is right. I'm trying to get my, uh, wait, wait for it. I'm trying to get my daughter back into the present. No, into Shonen Knife a little bit, because oh. I think that's a good, kind of a really nice punk rock introduction. You know what I mean? Like, it, 
they're pretty punk rock, dude. I mean, they rock. That's true. They seriously rock possibly like one of the hardest rocking bands I know. Well, we did have Nauco from Showing a Knife on. We did. I don't know if that was 10 years ago. It's coming up soon. Maybe we can rehash that in the near future. That would be awesome. So, yeah, my daughter um, really likes the rock. She only wants to listen to rock and roll music. Dwayne the Rock. And currently... I can't, it's like all she wants to hear is ACDC, Ozzy, or Motorhead. All like 80s ACDC, Ozzy, or Motorhead. And I try to play like, why not listen to this awesome Shona Knife song where these nice ladies sing about candy and how much it's awesome. Or being a cat or whatever, you know, like let's, uh, no, I want to rock, daddy. Like this does rock, honey pie. No, it does not rock. Please put on Ozzy. Yeah, man. Have a drink on me. Yeah, she wants she wants all that. She wants a mistress for Christmas. Yeah, dude. It's like ridiculous. I don't even understand what is happening. Well, Ton, it's uh, just one of those things, you know. Kids, what do you do? Hey, speaking of unruly kids, we've got a mailbag question from Billy Floyd Shouts. There you go. Accuracy. Guess what it's entailing? I don't know. Pro wrestling. Velvet tracksuits and pro wrestling. I wish. WrestleMania is about two weeks away. Yeah. What are your thoughts about it being a two-night event once again, even though they are doing it outdoors with a crowd? While I do prefer a shorter overall show, I feel like WrestleMania should remain a one-day event, even if it means a six-hour show. What are your thoughts, and do you plan to watch WrestleMania live this year? Signed, Billy Floyd Shouts, DDS. DDS? (laughs) when i confused him with isaac yankum um okay hasn't wrestlemania been a two-day event for a couple years now a few years just one year only one year just last year that was it afraid so okay interesting um i probably won't be watching it live this year because i don't think i did last year which is kind of a bummer because I remember we not in the too distant past we would do that. I remember watching WrestleMania live when Sophia was a baby. When we were friends, yeah, I remember that. And it was fun. What happened, Tom? You know, fun sponges can walk around into your life and fun sponges. And yeah, they can just suck <laughs> all the fun right out of it. Oh well, ring some of that out on me, man. Come I, on, I need to. What so, are you waiting for? WrestleMania. I'm probably not going to be watching it live. Plus, there's an issue that where I don't know anyone who's wrestling, and the guys that I do know that are wrestling, I'm kind of like, who cares? I was going to say, that's not true, because the same guys have been wrestling for the past 15 years. Like, I don't care to see Randy Orton wrestle somebody again. I really don't. Who's he going to wrestle? Who's Randy Orton wrestling? Probably Bray Wyatt. Dumb. Dumb. That's dumb. Well, it's kind of dumb. I've seen it a hundred times. Well, don't you want to see it a hundred and one times? No, maybe not with, at all. With your best pal, me? I don't. I think it stinks. They should have it on one night. Nobody wants to watch it. Yeah. Like, get a blackout an entire weekend. Well, here's the thing. Here's my thoughts. It can be a two-day event. I think in the old days, they, they did this. They had the all-access thing. So if you were there... You got to go one day of all this stuff and meet wrestlers and do whatever extra stuff, right? The Hall of Fame happens, all that stuff. 
you do all those things as a person you know there at the event but on the network or on television or whatever pay-per-view we don't have to watch things for two days like you just you wait and buy wrestlemania and see the hall of fame on the other disc oh so you're saying you're gonna watch it all but not for like another three months well, I'm just saying like the old days, I think it would be fine doing it that way. Now, if they're saying, no, we've got hours of content for two days for you to watch, that just seems ridiculous. Like, how can you expect people to just, I mean, I I have no desire to sit in front of the television for six to nine hours, two days in a row only watching wrestling stuff well tana i got some news for you billy floyd shouts i'm guessing is uh gonna count on you to at least do like a preview or a review or some sort of something you so you're gonna have to just uh buck up and get prepared to watch 14 hours of wrestling that's a lot of wrestling well do it man do it for the shouts why is there that much wrestling well because you know it's Actually, I don't know why. There's no fans, and they don't have to sell tickets, and nobody buys pay-per-views. So I don't know why it needs to be 14 hours, but it is. It's weird. Why does this show need to be two hours? I don't know. Actually, I do know a ton, because we've got so much content, we need probably 14-hour shows ourselves. Yes, we do. Can I tell you, we've got another exclusive interview coming up right now. Yeah, man, tell me. Uh, Stephen Piercy from rat oh yeah he's got a live streaming concert like you can buy tickets and sit on your couch and watch it from your house that's pretty it's cool live from the whiskey a go-go on sunset nice. strip man when is it uh april 2nd awesome well we'll hear all about it steven piercy this interview i just uh had a couple hours ago and it's already ready to go ready to rock let's do it <laughs> And we're joined on the phone today by the one and only Stephen Piercy. He is the front man for the band Rat. He'll be playing uh, the Whiskey A Go Go on Sunset Strip coming up on Friday, April second. Stephen, how you doing today? Great, awesome. Well, first of all, thank you so much for taking the time out with me. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, first of all, you've got uh, the big live stream concert coming up on uh, Friday, April second, live from the Whiskey A Go Go out on Sunset Strip. Can you tell the listeners a bit about what to expect uh, coming up with the show? Yeah, well, I'm doing this. Uh, actually, the show was supposed to be a rat show, and we started rehearsing or was auditioning a guitar player for it. It didn't go happen, so I took the gig, and it's now a solo show, April 2nd. What to expect? Well, you're going to get a whole lot of rat and roll in your face. I want it to be... Uh, a little more personal than just getting up there and just playing a set and saying, thank you, wham, bam. I want to make it a little fun, special guest, play some solo songs. And, you know, my rat bastards uh, are good to go. Awesome. And again, that's coming up on April 2nd. Uh, I know tickets are on your website, uh, officialstevenpercy.com. You got some, some merch up there and some VIP stuff as well. That's cool. Yeah, it's uh, stevenpercy.veek.com com and yeah we're gonna throw up some good swag you know and and make it an event i mean look when was the last time you had a front row seat concert in your in your house for 10 bucks you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> it's a good deal i do it it reminds me of the 70s and while we're at it you know that's what we're actually the approach we're taking 
to a lot of things these days is back to basics. You know, I've been through this before. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You mentioned you're playing all you know, the hits, of course, uh, the rat songs, yeah. uh, and you got some special guests joining you. I read as well. Yeah, we're gonna see who pops in. You know, you never know. I put the feelers out there, and, and we'll see who comes out to to jam. You know. Well, Stephen, I, I uh, saw online you were maybe back on good terms again with uh, with Bobby Blotzer. You said this was originally supposed to be a rat show. How how is that going with you and the original guys these days? Well, we're speaking, you know, uh, and we're still, uh, you know, uh, we have a history together. There's no reason to not, uh, you know, this this feuding thing. I was not one into it anyway. So, but you know, we'll see what happens. Um, it would be great if, uh, you know, the original guys could do something to do a record. That would be cool because I will not do another rat record unless it's the original guys. And and we'll see what happens. Right now, there's no plans for the band, uh, Rat, uh, to do anything. Got a lot of restructuring to do. And we'll take it from there. But Bob and I, yeah, we're on speaking terms. It's great. You know, and, and I'd, I'd like to... Uh, put out some unfinished uh, music we actually started recording Warren and I yeah that's awesome you know you're seeing nowadays some of these bands you thought maybe would never play again you know Guns and Roses and you got Danzig back with the Misfits I mean it seems like if enough time passes you start to think maybe about the music again and not all that other stuff well I gotta tell you you know when uh, Robin was you know out of the picture you know unfortunately I knew you know, we're just going to go through motions and, and if we're going to stay together. And so the way I see it is, you know, if bygones can be bygones, all is good, you know. And again, uh, that show is coming up at the uh, Whiskey A Go-Go on the Sunset Strip, live uh, streaming on uh, April 2nd. And Stephen, uh, it's been almost uh, 40 years or so, I think, since Rat first got together. Can you talk a bit about, you know, those early years and, you know, what the whiskey and Sunset Strip and all that meant to you guys when you were coming up? Sure. It's been about 36 or seven years um, since 83 with the original guys. Um, yeah, well, you know, what instigated me coming up to L.A. and making it and, or saying I was going to make it was meeting Van Halen in 78 and I moved uh, my band Mickey Rat at the time to LA in 1980 and the whiskey was a place to be met Motley ran around together you know and both of us you know pounding the pavement became a house band at the whiskey that's what is so cool about me going back to to do this uh, uh, stream show the whiskey is forever a part of rat history and so many others van halen doors uh, i mean you name it everybody's been in there yeah and with all the uh, the stories and you know the craziness that took place back in those <laughs> days you know it's great you guys uh, made it on the other side and you're still uh, able to do shows like this yeah without a doubt you know and it's been almost 40 years so you know i'm, I'm still enjoy some aspects of the business the creative the writing and and the business as you know is so different uh i just take it as back to basics i love writing and i've got a six solo record in the can waiting to start on and in the meantime there's a docuseries on asy tv uh coming out in april too sometime next month 
And, you know, after this concert, there's some good things happening. So keep your ears and eyes open. Yeah, that's awesome, man. It's uh, that time period, you know, as you mentioned, the business has changed and, you know, musical trends that go here and there. But, you know, the the fans of that, that time period are so loyal. And, I mean, they're still... They're still out there waiting for new stuff, and you know it's great that you guys are still out there making it happen. You know, I, I I brought this up the other day, and you're so spot on. Our audience, you know, the '80s, it, it, it was such a special decade. You know, you'll forever have that. You know, and it, it it's strange that it's it's just that genre. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. almost like the '80s were the the special thing as so were the seventies, you know, I mean, you look at the doors movie. Well, that's how it was in the eighties when we were out on the strip, tons of people, cars, crazy. You never want to lose that, you know, ever. And so it's a good, it, it's a good, uh, you know, it's a good period. That, that, that time period is forever uh, cemented, and our fans are very loyal because of it. I think it's just a special period. Yeah, absolutely. And and you mentioned uh, maybe working on a new <laughs> album. I know you had one out a couple of years ago, but is there um, yeah. something coming out maybe soon, maybe later this year? Without a doubt. It's been done for quite a bit. Eric Farentino's uh, my secret weapon there and the solo stuff, and I mean, I'm already off writing other songs and new things um, and preparing for, you know, what's next. Uh, so I'd like to have this out summer, definitely end of summer. And, of course, uh, you're doing the live streaming show, but, um, you know, that's best-case scenario. Hopefully you'll be able to actually get back out on the road here soon and when things start to open up again. I think that's happening. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, I mean, it, I think things are opening up. It's been a, it's been quite a while. Um, so I'm ready. We're ready to go. You know, the so my rat bastard solo guys ready to go. Uh, like I said, as far as rat, you know, we'll see what happens next. Excellent. Well, again, uh, that show is coming up on uh, April second, uh, live from the Whiskey A Go Go, and. You mentioned a lot of other stuff. Uh, is there anything maybe we missed? Something else we should watch for? Well, that's that's pretty much you know trying to get this show on the uh, you know in the books and and see what's next. Maybe do another one, plan another one. Um, but looking forward to getting out on the road, getting this record done. Uh, like I say, this docu series with a side TV. Uh, it's coming out in April. That's going to be pretty interesting. And and working on a couple other things. We'll. Keep an eye on the website, officialstephenpiercy.com. Everything's on there, anything you need to know. Awesome, man. Uh, thank you again for your time. I'm a big fan, and uh, I'm definitely looking forward to the show here at the Whiskey coming up on uh, April 2nd. Appreciate it, brother. Anytime, man. Thank you, brother. And again, that was the one and only Stephen Piercy, frontman for RAT. And uh, the show coming up here at the Whiskey A Go-Go on Sunset Strip, Friday, April 2nd. You can get your tickets online, and uh, that is a 9 o'clock Central Time start for that live streaming concert with Stephen Piercy.
Hey, this is Jeff Labar from Cinderella. You're listening to The Five Count. Turn it up.
Hi, this is Richie Kotzen. You're listening to The Five Count, and uh, here we are. was my- 
Welcome back, son. Dude, awesome. Thanks. Thank you. That was Stephen Piercy from Rat. I was uh, friends with this band once upon a time. That's made up. That uh, at one point went by the name Dominion. And their drummer was an insane rat fan. Had rat posters everywhere. Cool. And I remember being like, what the heck? Oh, yeah. And he, just, he was one of those dudes that would just talk about rat constantly. Well, you can see uh, rat Stephen Piercy coming up at the Whiskey A Go-Go. Yeah, man. Next Friday. Awesome. Son, uh, the show's coming to an end and the true punks are on the way. Oh, yeah. I know you love hearing that again. Yeah, that's the way it should be done. We've got a whole rundown of stuff that we need to plug and whore out here before we leave. Okay, let's do it. Uh, well, first of all, Andy Scott from Sweet. Thanks for being on the show. New album, Isolation Boulevard, is out. Stephen Piercy's uh, Rat Show from the Whiskey A Go-Go next Friday. You can get tickets online on his website. We had an exclusive interview with uh, Richie Kotzen, formerly of the Winery Dogs. He was also in Mr. Big. Awesome. Oh, he was in Poison, ton. Yeah, dude. Uh, he's got a new album out with Adrian Smith from Iron Maiden. That's crazy. It's called Smith Kotzen. Wow. You can hear that right now at thefivecount.com. And on our YouTube page, if that's not enough, ton, we also got an interview with Danny Zalisco. He's a big-time concert promoter. Got a new book out called All Excess Occupation Concert Promoter. Very cool. He's been like a promoter since the 60s, like working with Led Zeppelin. and He's got a James Brown story in there that's pretty funny. A lot of Alice Cooper stuff. Awesome. And uh, I think that's about it for now. But I do know we've got a Patreon page done. If you wake up, I'll let you know all about it. We've got a new The Five Count at the Movies that we're going to be uh, premiering. Actually, it dropped yesterday if you're hearing this on Saturday. Oh, man. If you're hearing this on Thursday morning because you're an associate producer on our Patreon page, uh, it's not up yet, but just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Ton and I are watching a film called Robot Ninja. Yes, dude. You know what else is on our YouTube page? A really awesome show called The Five Count Co-op. Oh, we yeah. play video games, particularly NES games, and be completely ridiculous, and it's very hilarious. There's a lot of those. You get early access on Patreon. You can watch them like a week in advance, so then you can spoil it for everyone else. I can't remember what you've released yet, but have you released us playing Power Golf or Golf Power yet? No. Dude, have you watched that Golf Power? I don't know the buttons ton you really need to use that card that label i need my crib notes i don't know what your deal is uh we just uploaded that one with the video game guys who their heads fly off and stuff cybertron boulder dash (laughs) dynatron city of dynatron yeah that one yes that's a good one but power golf is dude possibly Uh one of the most hilarious things i've ever seen phone call ton phone call Hello, you're on the air. I don't know who this is, but we're wrapping the show up. No. <laughs> the sad this music is, the is sad playing. sad music right now. Oh, that's too bad. Well, I'll hang up again and try next week. Hey, thanks for calling, Caller 1. God, it's been a while since I've said that. Oh, Caller 1. Is I know, this... I've been hearing it. I'm like, am I going to be Caller 1 someday? Maybe? You are officially like the first Caller 1 we've had in over a year. Oh, wow. <laughs> is this Nikki Strudel sauce? It sure is. Wow. 
such a pleasure to hear your voice in real time. It's amazing. (laughs) Wonderful. I know. I'm not used to talking to real people when I call this phone number. Nikki, what are you even doing right now? What are you doing? You're in your house? Please just break it down for me, Nikki. Well, it's not too exciting. I I went for a walk and I had some extra time while my husband was in the shower, so I thought I'd call and... Oh, yeah. Here I am. Awesome. You oh, yeah. See how that works. It's an Hub- exciting life. Hubby's in the shower. I better give <laughs> Dusty yeah. a call. Well, <laughs> we appreciate you calling. We got to let you go, but we'll want to hear more about your shower next week. Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> okay. See you later. Thanks for calling. Yep. Bye. That was Nikki S. Hey, the show's over. Hey, happy birthday, Twitter Lori. Yes. Happy birthday, Twitter Lori. You're the greatest. And we'll see you next Saturday. We'll see you. Here's uh, the true punks.